0: welcome to the seventh Comics Cave offshoot. These are the ancillary podcast episodes of the Comics Cave that are available to everybody on Patreon. You don't have to be at the Spelunker tier to get these episodes like you do the main Comics Cave episodes. However, this particular Comics Cave offshoot is going out to everybody on Patreon and everybody on the main feed of the show. As part of the Superhero Marathon. Yesterday you heard the full Comics Cave episode where I talked about the Fantastic Four Whatever Happened to Alicia episode. That was uh, Comics Cave number seven. And so this is the offshoot for Comics Cave number seven. So both of these episodes are part of this Superhero Marathon event. And so both of these episodes have gone out to everybody. I'm glad to be able to, to get this out to everybody. Uh, hopefully, people will be intrigued by what they hear in the Comics Cave episode from yesterday. And uh, we'll enjoy this as well, uh, the Comics Cave offshoot for today. But my Comics Cave offshoots are always an offshoot of the previously released Comics Cave episode. And so, this has to do with a lot of the things we talked about yesterday in the Whatever Happened to Alicia Masters. And that episode was all about Alicia Masters and (laughs) Lija. Real briefly, during the time of that comic, Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, had been married to Alicia Masters for several years at that point, at least in uh, real time. I don't know about comics time. And it was revealed that all along she was a scroll named Lijah, which led all of the Fantastic Four to go up into space to rescue Alicia Masters from the Scrolls, And it determined kind of the fate of Lijah and Johnny Storm and their relationship. And uh, so I got to thinking about, man, Johnny Storm and his relationships with women have been so varied over the years. And he doesn't seem to learn his lesson. I mean, I think this was the most grown-up he had been was during this time that he was married to Alicia or Elijah. And so I started looking through, and I kind of looked up all of his, well, I shouldn't say all of his former girlfriends, but all of the relationships that he had been in over the years, at least the prominent ones. I mean, I'm sure there's there's lots of girlfriends that I've missed or references that I've missed. But I guess you could look at this as kind of a late Valentine's Day-themed episode, <laughs> uh, focusing on the former flames of Johnny Storm. Uh, pun intended. <laughs> but anyway, here goes for the Comics Cave offshoot. Um, the, the first one of note that, that ever appeared in the comics was Dory Evans, and this is when he was still in high school, I think. Uh, This was back in the very early days of the Fantastic Four. But I think Dory never... But I don't know if Dory ever showed up in the Fantastic Four comic proper. She was kind of a side character in the Strange Tales episode, starting with, I believe it was issue 101 of Strange Tales. Uh, Johnny Storm kind of had Solo of Adventures as the Human Torch in this Strange Tales. Eventually, Doctor Strange appropriately, took over Strange Tales in the early days of Marvel Comics. But anyway, Dory Evans was a girlfriend that he had in these Strange Tales adventures, and she wasn't very fond of him being the Human Torch. Uh, she thought it drew him away from her, and it wasn't exciting for her, and so eventually they they broke up. But for a while there, you know, he was trying to keep dates with Dory and, and all this kind of stuff, so that was Dory Evans. Uh, the next one that lasted a long time and has had repercussions for years and years is Crystal. Crystal is a member of the Inhumans royal family. She has elemental powers. And uh, her and Johnny were in love for a long time. And uh, then they broke up when he did, wouldn't follow her to Adeline. Adeline? Is that how you say it? And then uh, she married Quick. Ended up marrying Quicksilver, and so that relationship was over. But there were still a lot of unresolved feelings there. And when she came back to be a member of the team when Reed and Sue were gone, you know, there was definitely—I wouldn't say sparks, but some unfinished feelings there. So that—that's a big one. Crystal was a huge relationship for Johnny Storm. Uh, the next one of note is uh, Frankie Ray. Uh, She was, you know, dating him for a while, but she was also afraid of him as the human torch because I know she had some unresolved feelings of uh, fear over uh, an experience she had with fire. Uh, Eventually it was revealed that she had fire powers. I can't remember if she was a mutant or just uh, got the powers in an accident somehow. But anyway, she had powers where essentially she would go into flame and, and, Johnny, once this was revealed, he started trying to teach her and how to use her powers. Eventually, she ended up becoming a herald of Galactus and took off to uh, explore the universe for Galactus. And so their their relationship broke up there. Uh, The next one, I had forgotten about this when I saw this on a list. I'm going to pronounce her name, uh, Saji. Um, She was an alien. She was on the battle world for the old... Secret Wars from the eighties, and Johnny Storm fell in love with her for a while, but then she ended up falling in love with a colossus from the X-Men, so that was just within the secret wars and then, as we know, when he comes home from secret wars, Alicia Masters is there, or should I say Lijah is there, the scroll masquerading as Alicia Masters, the plan was for her to you know, become close with Ben Grimm, because she was Ben Grimm's girlfriend to begin with. But Ben Grimm wasn't there anymore, and over the years they fell in love and got married, and that was a big deal, and I've already talked about that a lot on the main Comics Cave episode. Uh, But eventually, after many issues of the comic, uh, it was revealed that Alicia was not Alicia, that she was Elijah, and that whole thing. Uh Elijah did come back and uh still loved st- was still in love with Johnny but still deceived him made him think that she had a baby and she came back as an enemy for a while there and uh but she still loved Johnny but eventually she she left the earth to to be away from the situation she eventually got and again I talked about this yesterday but she eventually got laser fist powers <laughs> and so they called her Elijah the uh, laser fist. Uh, so anyway, we, we've already talked enough about Elijah. Uh, the next one that I can think of, and now we're starting to get into comics that I haven't really read that much of. I'm still behind, you know, I, there's so many fantastic four comics that, that I need to, finish. you know, mainly the, the end of the nineties and the beginning of the and and 2000 and up, but I have kind of kept tabs on the fantastic four throughout the years And I remember this being a big thing with Darla Deering was a girlfriend of his. She was a pop star. So kind of like Katy Perry, I guess you could think of him dating Katy Perry. But it was uh, Darla Deering at a time when the Fantastic Four were going to go off on a discovery vacation slash journey. Of course, Mr. Fantastic knew more than everybody else and was looking for a cure for radiation sickness and things like that. Anyway. They were only supposed to be gone for four minutes, but he had every member of the Fantastic Four pick who would be their replacement while they were gone, just in case something went wrong, just in case, in quotes. And Johnny Storm, you know, brushed it off, didn't really take responsibility for that, to to find a replacement. And so he talked his girlfriend into being his replacement, Darla. Uh, While they were gone, of course, they were gone for a lot longer than four minutes. And uh, so she became a member of the uh, Substitute Fantastic Four, along with Ant-Man and She-Hulk and Medusa. And, you know, she didn't have any superpowers, so they dug up the old Thing Robot, robotic suit that Ben used for a while when he wasn't the Thing anymore, when he was... Ben Grimm, he wore this robot suit to give him the strength of the thing. And, you know, it came with the whole body of the thing with a little helmet that he would wear. She didn't want to wear the helmet. And so she just, she, she had this huge, big thing body with this little tiny human head. And she had pink hair. And I think eventually they came up with like a little force field globe around her head to protect her head. and. uh but that's that's who she was. She she called herself Miss Thing or Ms. Thing. And yeah, that was I remember seeing that and hearing about that and thinking that was so crazy at the time. But yeah, so that was uh that was Darla Deering. I, I don't think they saw much of each other after that. Now this is something that I've learned that Johnny and Medusa actually got together a little bit um during or right after Secret Wars, the the new Secret Wars con- consoling each other or whatever. And so they were a thing for a while. But then when Crystal found out a bit about it, um, she wasn't sure how she felt about that. And they decided not to be a thing anymore. Um I say she got married with somebody else. So who cares what Crystal thinks? Her opinion really doesn't matter that much. I'd be more worried about what Black Bolt thought about all that. You know, I would not want to be on his bad side. Uh, But then again, you know, I haven't read this era of comics. Medusa might have been separated from him or something else was going on. I don't know. I'm not sure what was going on there. Anyway, uh, another Johnny was dating a supermodel named uh, Courtney Keaton for a while. That didn't last too long, and and, uh, I don't remember much. I don't know much about that, actually. Um, The latest relationship that Johnny's been in was with an alien named Sky. No, no, not Sky from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Daisy Johnson. Not that Sky. No, this was an alien from the planet of uh, Spire. And in Dan Slott's most recent run, um, he kind of did a retcon on the origin of the Fantastic Four. And this planet was actually where they were trying to get to on their original voyage. They weren't just trying to get out into space. They were going to go explore this planet of Spire. And there was a being on Spire called the Overseer who saw their spaceship coming and had had noticed a scan that Reed Richards had done of their planet or of their system. And so he thought they were coming to invade Spire. And so he manipulated a storm of cosmic rays to descend upon the spaceship. And that's why they got bombarded by cosmic rays with such intensity that changed their body chemistry and all that stuff, made them the Fantastic Four and it wasn't just a random cosmic rays out in space. It was this orchestrated storm of cosmic rays. And so, you know, kind of giving Reed Richards an out, right, that it wasn't his fault that they became the Fantastic Four and were transformed and that their original voyage into space was such a catastrophe and everything. So a little bit of a retcon there. But anyway, there it's an inter- it was an interesting run where they visited Spire, and they contacted these people found out all these things uh there's a team of super beings on spire called the unparalleled that have various superpowers and anyway that it's a whole thing i could do a whole comics cave episode just on that whole thing but anyway sky was a member of this unparalleled and she had always seen a vision or whatever of johnny storm and felt that she that he was that they were soulmates, that her and Johnny Storm were soulmates. And she actually put these bands on his arm that linked them together as soulmates, that they could never part, that they could hear each other's thoughts, that they could react to each other's emotions and and power levels and things like that. And so when they went back to Earth, Sky went with them, you know, and, and they did grow closer. Johnny was initially kind of reluctant to this whole soulmate idea. But, um, you know, he started to get, as he started to get to know Sky more, um, you know, they did get a lot closer, <laughs> but he, but it all went wrong because, uh, well, first of all, the Fantastic Four ended up opening a forever gate and Lysia came through. And so he, Johnny was reunited with, with Ligia. and then they were also ended up fighting Dr. Doom's, well, now she's called the Herald of Doom. But uh, Victorious is this Latverian citizen that helped defend Latveria while Doom was away. And, uh, you know, Doom granted her powers and basically made her his right hand and eventually was going to make Victorious his bride. Before she came, became Victorious, uh, her name was Zora Vukovic. And on the eve of their wedding, between Doom and Victorious, which the Fantastic Four and, and several and other members of the Marvel Universe were invited to attend, but they had a battle with Victorious, or a misunderstanding or whatever, with Victorious at the uh, Latverian Embassy in New York. and. The big reveal at the end of this issue of of the comics was that Johnny slept with Victorious, and so which is was a huge like jaw dropping moment, right? Uh, Why did he cheat on Sky with Victorious? They led you to think it was going to be Lysa, but it was Victorious, and then (laughs) or Zora, I guess you could say. And boy, what repercussions that would have with Doctor Doom! with this impending wedding and all this kind of stuff it was it was a big deal man but uh so i'm counting zora or victorious as one of his former flames even though it was just a uh, a one night thing it really it screwed things up with sky she was heartbroken she ended up leaving going back to spire eventually she did hook up with another member of the unparalleled and johnny's cool with that they're all friends now um, but now Johnny's kind of on his own again, and uh we'll see who else <laughs> he ends up uh having a relationship with. But there you go. There there's kind of a a quick wrap-up or countdown or whatever you want to call. It. Oh, how many did we have? One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh yeah. So there I guess there's the top ten. Uh, Not in any particular order, but the top 10, well, I guess in chronological order, Johnny's top 10 former relationships or girlfriends. (laughs) Uh, Johnny, Johnny. In some ways, Johnny's grown up a lot. In some ways, Johnny's still so irresponsible. That whole thing with victorias that was like reading a soap opera when, when that came out. That was pretty good. Uh, let me know if I forgot anybody that you can remember. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of incidental, um, you know, girlfriends or dates that he had, but, uh, these, these are the, the, the biggest ones, the top 10. <laughs> and it, it's been fun to look into this again and remember some of these things. And it's been fun to share it with you in this Comics Cave offshoot. And I will leave you now. And uh, I'll be back again. I probably will be teaming up with uh, Keith Techlitz to uh, on my next Comics Cave episode. And I'm not sure. I think I know who we're going to talk about, but I'm not going to say it just in case it doesn't come to be. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm, I'm looking to do some uh, team ups this year to do some of these Comics Cave episodes. It won't be the norm. But I think it'll be fun to have a guest on every once in a while to talk about a comic book character or team or series of comics. But I, yeah, so I'll be back. I'm going to try to do one of these every other month. So so for now, you, you can exit the Comics Cave. This little offshoot here. Hopefully it, it wasn't too claustrophobic for you. I'll watch your head there. And uh, I'll see you next time. Hopefully. On the next Comics Cave or the next Comics Cave offshoot. Talk to you later. Journey on. Bye bye. The audio from this podcast is exclusive to patreon.com/slash journey into.